0: Hello and welcome to today's Ancient Egyptian History Podcast, and we are talking about Osiris, the King of the Dead and the Son of the Earth and the Sky. Osiris was the son of the Earth God, Geb, and Geb's twin sister, the Sky Goddess, Newt. It is thought that Osiris may well have been the original fertility god of the Earth and the Underworld. Now, the origin of Osiris's name is an enigma. Nobody really knows where it comes from, and it gets a little bit confusing with the shortcuts that the ancient Egyptians used to write his name. In the Old Kingdom, there is a strong nexus of importance between the Pharaoh and Osiris. The ancient texts put his birthplace to be Rostau, and some of his epithets highlight his role as the king of the underworld. He is called foremost of the westerners, and the westerners are those who are in their tombs, so the dead who have been buried, and he who is in the god's tent. Now, the Great Hymn to Osiris describes him as being the king of the gods and the lord of eternity. Both of these titles highlight his everlasting qualities as a resurrected king and his dominion over the other gods, especially in the afterlife where other pharaohs who, upon their death, become gods and had been resurrected to life. The god is also given another title, that of Wenenefa which shows his everlasting good condition and his victory over the decay of death thanks to his wife. But we'll talk about that a little bit afterwards. Now his chief cult center was Abydos where he was worshipped along with his sister Isis. Osiris and Isis are also recorded as husband and wife and that they had a son Horus. Now the triad of Osiris Isis and Horus were the ideal example and pattern for the royal family to follow. Osiris was believed by the Egyptians to be the first pharaoh of Egypt and that he had taught the people how to make bread, wine and had coordinated the temples and the statues of the gods. In other words, Osiris had civilised Egypt. They also believed that after having civilised Egypt, He set off to bring civilization to other lands, highlighting the Egyptian belief that Egypt was the birthplace of the civilized world. However, while he was away, his evil brother Seth had concocted a plan to kill Osiris out of jealousy and to take the throne from him. When Osiris returned, Seth and his companions hosted a great banquet to celebrate his return to Egypt. After much eating and drinking, and when the guests were relaxed and their guard was down, Seth suggested that they play a game he had invented. So he ordered that a chest be laid out in the hall. And the idea of the game was that all in attendance had to get in and see if they could fit in the chest. Some of the guests were too big, while others were too small. However, when Osiris got in, the chest was was a perfect fit. Unbeknownst to Osiris, the chest was actually a coffin made for him. It was a trap. With Osiris inside, Seth and his companions shut the lid so that Osiris couldn't get out, which then led to his death. The coffin was then thrown into the Nile where it floated out to sea. Other stories have Seth dismembering the body. When Isis learns that her brother husband had been killed and the body was done away with, she sets off searching for the body or his body parts. After a while, she finds his body or what's left of it. The only part she could not find was his penis. After finding his body, she resurrects him with the help of her sister Neftes and makes a penis for him to conceive a son. The son she gives birth to comes to be known as Horus and Horus would later grow up to avenge his father and hold his uncle to account. Through these actions, Isis sets the example that Egyptian women were meant to follow, that of dedication and loyalty to their husbands, while Horus sets the examples for sons to follow, that of avenging and upholding their father's name. With his death, Osiris becomes the pharaoh of the underworld. And is then depicted as a mummified man, green in colour, which is a symbol of rebirth and renewal and life, holding a crook and a flail, symbolising his royal authority over all, with the Atef crown on his head. It was said that Isis planted symbols of her husband's missing penis in many burial shrines all over Egypt, thus spreading his cult and ensuring the fertility of the land. This follows the idea that the ability to create and sustain and produce life is within the male seed. The death of Osiris is a lesson that Egyptian gods can be mortal. As a prototype of the resurrected dead man, Osiris and his cult spread widely and during the Roman Empire assumed the form of a major religious sect in many provinces across the empire. The basis of the Hellenistic Roman Assyrian mysteries, however, were probably the festival of Choic, which was the celebration of Osiris’s death and resurrection and lasted for about 30 days. In the Roman period from the first century, the Osiris Canopus, which was a jar, said to have the head of Osiris, was carried in procession and becomes the preferred public form alluding to the water of life given by Osiris. Well, thank you for joining us today on this ancient Egyptian history podcast talking about Osiris. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe. And if you really enjoyed it, please tell your friends about it. So until next time, see you later.